PPT podcast episode number 49. We're back, motherfuckers. Let's go. Let's go. Champions League action. Recap the weekend and then preview the next weekend. We got a lot to cover in a little bit of time. Let's get right into it. Bayern, Man City. Man City advance in the Champions League to the semifinals. Um, they win 4-1. to one. We'll break down that in a second. But the other results, um, Inter advance, Inter Milan advance. AC Milan advance, Milan Derby in the semifinals on that side of the bracket. And of course, Real Madrid blank Chelsea again. Another zero goal performance from Chelsea. The Chelsea pack is hitting and it's hitting good. Even Drogba's disgusted. Drogba got on the mic and said, I don't even <laughs> recognize this team. I do. Max. They've always been shit. They always were shit. Abramovich <laughs> blinded us for 20 years, but. This is who Chelsea is. Let's stop acting like it's any different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's um I mean it's 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 down to it's that part of the season, right? We're we're down to the nitty-gritty. Um everyone's looking at, you know, 12, 11, 12 games max. Um it's 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 it. It's it. Clubs are leaking uh, next year's kits. Trying to look at things, get excited for next year, and um, we're gonna see what type of clubs, uh, who's who, who's got some nuts uh, for the rest of the season. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I don't have much to say about City versus Bayern, but uh, do you have anything to say? It was business today. Um, yeah, business. I mean, I I, I do want to laugh yeah. at Opamecano. I mean, because he said, yeah. oh, you thought that first leg was a disaster. I got something else for you guys today. <laughs> Embarrassing. Could have been red carded. Gives away a handball. Puts his hands behind his – I've never seen that. He had his hands behind yeah. his back. And then before the, the ball passed him, he pulls, the, he pulls his hands from behind his back and hits the ball with his elbow. I, I yeah. can't even explain that. It probably doesn't make sense hearing it. But if you see it, you'd be flabbergasted. And then just completely sure, yeah, falls on Holland. Holland didn't even really put a move on him, and he just falls down. I guess he was scared. I I, I don't know. I I think the guy's just completely rattled. But it was business for yeah. Man City and um, semifinals versus Real Madrid. Wow, big one. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna see how it sure. is. Uh, you're right. Taking care of business, going to going to Byron and, and handling what you got to handle. Not giving up the goals that you need to give up. Um, tight there. I mean, at one point, I think the camera caught Holland verbalizing, you know, calm down, um, trying to, to some of his players and teammates. Um, you know, City City got that nervousness to him. They know it's a big game. You know, it's it's we we ultimately get the win, but really wasn't as smooth. Uh, the Upamacombo is is a problem and not in a good way for Bayern Munich. Uh, they got to solve that and, and his... He's young, so I don't know. Maybe it's new tactics with Tuchel. I, I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is that uh, Holland put him in a blender, worked him. Um, I'm waiting to see if uh, the Munich fans want to complain at all about the status of the pitch uh, because it's their own damn fucking pitch. So uh, should they complain about anything like that? A lot of players falling. A lot of players kind of slipping and all that shit all night. So... Uh, whatever, uh, we move, uh, nervous as hell. Um, but this is what I've always wanted, that Madrid matchup. Um, Nathan Ake, I'm worried about that. 
Uh, we'll be getting status checks on that, I'm sure. I, I look like a hammy pull at all for Sheffield. I look like a hammy pull. That's a two to yeah. four week injury. Yeah. So uh, not good. Not good at all. Um, so we'll we'll see what what comes out and what they say about that. Um, we'll adjust. Uh, I have to at this point, and uh, yeah, kind of go from there. But I'm, I'm happy we we'll take we took care of business. Uh, Byron of frauds, absolute fraudulent fraudulent fan base, um, inflated perception of themselves based on what they do in the Bundesliga. Uh, can't look themselves in the mirror with their own sponsors and what they have going, um, and try to talk righteous uh, upon other clubs when uh, it's not their money. And so, uh, yeah, great to see. Love to have it. Uh, and I hope that Jackie Grealish gets a little bit more respect for absolutely dancing on two to three Byron Munich players all night consistently, especially when Thomas Mueller came into the game. You, sir, got absolutely rinsed. Your age showed today, my lord. Uh, Joshua Kimmich, uh, yeah, I mean, a big-time player. Big-time player. I still I still like him. I still rate him. Uh, I'm a fan of his. But, yeah, happy, happy we took care of it. And just draw. We move. Um, what I will say, and this is where I kind of want to end on this, unless you want to take uh, the, the Champions League talk any further. Um, Milan Derby, there's so much more with that. There's going to be so much more uh, emotion. You're going to, I'm not going to take whoever comes out of that, whether they scored a lot of goals or they didn't score a lot of goals. If they squeak out a 1 0 win in two legs, whatever it is, I'm taking nothing out of that because it's a Derby in a cup. Like that's going to be such a big, big game. So you kind of just look at that a little bit differently. But what I do want to talk about eventually is kind of plant the seed now on how Pep is going to handle. And I'm going to have to look back. My, I think my thesis, my thesis, I'm going to have to get some research and see if there's history to this. I think the two-leg thing plays, plagues him. I really think the issue with Pep and, and this European competition or the cup, it's the competition for him. And it's the notion that it's two legs. And you, when you add a second leg dynamic to Pep, especially with the away goals before, now the away goals are gone. But when Barcelona were, and this is why I have to do my research so I can't speak intelligently to it, when you have mastered the ability to attack and to attack a certain way, and when now you throw in the variable that there's a second game that you have to play, it now almost takes away that every game all or nothing concept. And it rattles him. It rattles him a bit with how he looks at things and how he tries to strategize. Uh, I can admit that as a as a Guardiola fan because I think part of it there's there's some validity to it. Um, it's just not something he won as a player. So it's for him. It's just keep going out there and doing it. But it's really hard now as a manager him looking and and, and having the conversation of do I stay attacking or do I just try to defend and take and keep the lead. And he, you're talking about a manager who doesn't practice defensive tactics in, in training. And you want him to essentially be open to having his players do the defending for, for X amount of time in a game. It makes you nervy. It makes you nervy. It's not him. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I, I'm very comfortable with Madrid. Oh, I'm very comfortable with Madrid. The pillows are still warm. The oh, beds are still warm. The hotel reservations are still there. Going to the Bernabeu and getting a, a victory, it's nothing new to Kevin De Bruyne. It's nothing new to players before. Uh, Holland's a big-time player, so I'm not concerned about him. Uh, eight games so far in the Champions League for him, 12 goals. Incredible. 
Uh, so did business still had to finish it tough shot too. good angle. I mean, it was, it, it was advantage him obviously after Upa McConnell. I mean, uh, he got uh, snipered uh, in his leg. So when he drops and Holland goes by him, it's a tough angle. It's a tough shot, but I was impressed, but yeah, it, it's the two leg situation. How are we going to attack this mature team? Do what? First leg at Bernabeu. I know, I know. Confirmed second leg at home. That is huge. And also huge is that we're not going to see those hideous green kits again. Here on out, we are, unless we do the Sheffield or the Premier League, um, the, the, the Cup against Sheffield this weekend, uh, I don't know. But against Madrid, uh, based on history, we wore our black kits um, when we went there and beat them when Kevin hit the pen on Courtois. Um, so I'm imagining we're going to wear a black or red, black and reds when we go there. And then at home, obviously we'll wear the blues. So thank the Lord. Cause I'm done with those neon fucking kits, man. Just fucking us. I can't stand that shit. They're ugly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk more about the Real Madrid game. Uh, I think it's a very, very interesting game. I mean, Real Madrid, they just handle business in the champions league. They do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll talk more about that. So I think that's a great matchup. I think it will definitely be yeah. more entertaining than this. I can't see you guys doing another 4-1 against them. I think if you win, it'll be close. A 3-2, a 2-1, yeah. something like that. So but we'll, we'll talk more when we get there. Let's circle back to the um, Premier League week this weekend. Um, we have some teams to laugh at, so let's get that out of the way. And then we'll talk Man City, Arsenal. <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> you want to start there? Oh, my God. That was beautiful. That was Tottenham Hotspur in a nutshell. It really was. Yeah. If you wanted to know the history of Tottenham in a game, 95 minutes, you just watch that game. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Just the the there's so much funny things that happen in this game. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They take the lead. Son gets a goal immediately, 10 minutes later. Give it right back. They go up one nothing against Burnmouth at home. And Antonio Conte's weed holder, Stellini, which was <laughs> just, just an incredible appointing by, by Daniel Levy. And it's one of the things where, you know, Tottenham fans are always like, oh, you know, Levy out. And I'm like, you guys were a nothing club, and now you're constantly battling for Champions League. Like, you have to be realistic about who you are. I mean, you have a fifth-place roster, and you're in fifth place. I mean, but one of the things I will agree with them is that his 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 decisions are boggling, mind-boggling. Sacking Mourinho before a cup final, that was <laughs> shocking. Um, Amazing. It's just incredible decision-making. Replacing Conte with Conte's friend. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And they go up one nothing, and they start defending. Yeah. I mean, you're at home. Go up two nothing. Go up three nothing. And he replaced him. Come he, back. He he legit replaced him with the guy who he was just hanging around him a lot by the facility, not knowing who he was, and just not realizing that's like his weed dealer, and he still so hangs out. Yeah, and he's just like, "Hey, you want to come manage?" He's like, "Yeah, sure, absolutely." With Luke Skywalker. I mean, <laughs> except not as good. It's more like the new Star Wars characters. But um <laughs> they defend the lead. 
Burnmouth goes up one nothing. Then Burnmouth goes up two one. Some good play from them. Yeah. And then Dan Ruma, finally, we get a Dan Ruma signing. Donna Ruma, whatever the fuck his name is. We get a yeah, sighting from him. Dan Juma, Dan Juma. We get a sighting from him, and he scores 2-2. And they're celebrating a 2-2 tie against Burnmouth like they won. And they take their foot off the brakes. And Burnmouth they went says, nuts, to be clear. Yeah, they went nuts. A 2-2 tie with five minutes to go with extra time. And you're, you're acting like you won the game. Grab the fucking ball and run it back immediately. You guys are out mm-hmm. there celebrating like crazy. And then yeah. in the 94th minute, a little ball over the top. Hoiberg puts on his roller skates and goes flying out of the way. And a little curler yeah. in the right corner. And Bournemouth rightfully celebrates like they won and got something. Because they did, Tottenham. You're a fucking shit club, and that game was absolutely hilarious. A home loss yeah. to Burnmouth. Home yeah. loss to Burnmouth. Unbelievable. 14th place, Burnmouth. 14th place, Burnmouth. And Newcastle loses in the morning, so you had an opportunity. All you had to do was beat Burnmouth at home. Mm-hmm. You had an opportunity mm-hmm. to do something in that top four race, and, man, yep. you spurs it up. Sure did. That's what they do. That's what, what they do. They do. And, uh, uh, I thought it was one of the more. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the games here, and just to kind of give that update. Brian, you have taken the lead officially. Six point lead, eighty six to uh, one eighty six. Six point lead from two weeks ago. Oh, two weeks. That was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, you were in the Good this weekend. Oh, God, are you ready? Four and four. Horrendous. Horrendous. We did absolutely a bottle job, both of us, and we're going to get into bottle job a little bit later. Uh, But, yes, bottle job from both of us. Four, four. I ended up getting zero goal scores. You ended up having one. I ended up getting from open open play, from uh, from the games, I got uh, three games, uh, three points from Saturday total. Three points total, so three wins, and then one point, one game on on one point on Sunday. You had two, uh, you had one goal score, two points from Saturday, but one point for Sunday as well. So four and four. So you maintain your lead, uh, a six point lead. It's one eighty six to you, one eighty to me. Uh, yeah, a weekend to look back on and be like, what the fuck? At least from a scoring perspective. Forget about- yeah, to a certain degree. To a certain degree, for sure. Yeah, we can elaborate on that later. Um, yeah, all right. Crazy. Six-point lead. Oof. Yeah. That sounds good. You got any games in hand? What'd you say? You got any games in hand? No, I don't have any games in hand. <laughs> what I was actually going to say is I was waiting for you to play, play the sound that says, Mind the Gap. <laughs> yeah, I don't have it queued up on the soundboard. But no, um, yeah, that's nice. That's nice. But yeah, Tottenham, Tottenham it up. Chelsea, Chelsea it up. Another embarrassing performance. Who do they even play? Because all their results of zero yeah. goals are just blending together. I'm seeing a bunch of zeros. <laughs> like I'm in the Matrix. Yeah. So uh, Chelsea played Brighton this past, this past week. Oh, they got slapped up. A lucky goal. <laughs> their, their first yeah. goal in about eight matches is a deflected goal. Um, yeah. Easy, lucky, lucky goal, whatever. They get it, but they got absolutely peppered in that game. 
They got taken mm-hmm. to school by Deserby. Absolutely taken to school. It was a master class. And it's just yeah. so fucking funny because you went over to Brighton and you stole all their fucking players. You, you stole – did they take any of their players? No. But they took their coaches. They took their scouts. They took all oh, their shit. Them. And then Brighton come in here and say, hey, we're going to give you a footballing lesson. There was a peppering. That scoreline should have been 5-6-1 because Brighton took them to school. Chances left and right. Keppa, good save. Some bad finishing by Brighton. And it was a master class by Deserby. Absolutely spanked Chelsea and embarrassed them. They're lucky that was 2-1. They're very lucky that was 2-1 because I was impressed by Brighton. A banger for that second goal. And um, they got absolutely schooled. And it was just absolutely fucking hilarious. Because this club, it, you think they've gotten low, and they just keep going lower. Well, you you just hit the nail on the head right there. And just to kind of segue perfectly into that, what you're going to hear thoroughly tonight with this kind of continuing theme as we go from Premier League to Champions League for some of these clubs, or the lack thereof in Champions League, you got to really ask yourself, how is this not the week of the enlightening for all of these Chelsea fans. You are done in Europe for, let's be clear, let's be honest, for a substantial amount of time. There is no way, in my humble opinion, you're going to get it next year, which means you're not having it for at least three years. GG's. Good luck. I I don't see how... They could get like Europa or Conference, but I think Champions League's gone for sure for a couple of years. Champions League is gone for me, in my humble opinion, and that's the that's why I cite because, quite frankly, um, and I really hope that City end up winning it so I can state my real opinion on the whole Champions League thing. But I, I I'm not going to go any further on the whole Champions League issue. I, I, that's the only one I cite. Uh, top four. Uh, we're, what the fuck are we doing if we're really you're Chelsea six, seven, eight, well, the rest of it kick rocks. Um, but yeah, it, it's a culmination of, of having to look in the mirror and realize it's sad now, but it's about to be sad. So it's about to be so much more worse these next few years. Yeah, no, it was, it was embarrassing. It really was. They got, they got schooled and, you know, props yeah. to Brighton. They, that, that result last week where they got screwed over by, um, mm-hmm. by the ref in that game against Tottenham. I mean, they could really be in the mix in top four because if we look at the table, um, yeah. you know, that's a big four, uh, three points against Tottenham. They would be on 52, which would put them above Villa in sixth if they had that result go their way. The thing is they still have two games in hand, so they're still not out of it. I mean, I would love to see them get it. If they win their two games in hand, they'd be on 55 points, and uh, Newcastle would be on 56 with the same amount of – oh, no, they have one game in hand on Newcastle. Sorry. They have two games yeah. in hand on Tottenham and Aston Villa. So if they win their mm-hmm. one game in hand against Newcastle, they could be on 52. So it looks like a long shot. Um, that's a lot of ground to make up in, a, in about seven or eight games. For them, it is nine, nine games. Um, mm-hmm. That's a lot of ground to make up. But they, they could do it. They could still do it. They really can. Um, I think yeah. Newcastle's got a pretty tough schedule. I know Tottenham has a fucking tough schedule. That's that's why that was it made it even funnier because um, yeah. they have Tottenham has. So they go to Newcastle this weekend, 
Then they go yep. play Manchester United. Then they go to Anfield. And then they play Palace. And Palace always mm-hmm. gives them a tough time. Um, and then Villa. And then they go to Aston Villa. Then they play Brentford. So they have a really tough schedule. So I think Brighton's going to leapfrog them for sure. Whether it's going to be fifth, sixth, because there's another team, Aston Villa, that we need to talk about. 3-0 against Newcastle. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just really impressed and I'm happy for Unai. Incredible, incredible. Yeah. Ollie Watkins is turning into one of the better strikers in the league. Um, mm-hmm. They dominated Newcastle, dominated them. Um, yeah. Played them off the fucking pitch, 3-0. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I, I scratch my head. Um, when we talk about the rest of the Premier League, everyone's kind of more focused and geared towards uh, City and Arsenal. What? Where are they going to drop points? But like you just mentioned, we have to have a few good laughs at Chelsea for their misery going on right now. But we have to have a few laughs at Tottenham. And we can have a few laughs in Newcastle as well for being top four. But dropping 3-0 to Villa. I mean, that that's, I wouldn't say embarrassing because of how Unai has been playing and the, and the form. Um, if you look at how Villa have been, actually, I was just on the Newcastle site. I'm trying to look at it, but uh, let's take a quick look at their most recent form. Um, Villa, uh, sixth, five straight wins, 50 points right now, um, 44 goals for, uh, 40 goals against, uh, only a plus four in goal differential. Uh, I'm scratching my head at that right there. Uh, maybe that could have been because of the some of the Stevie Gerrard issues at the say, beginning of the year. Blame that on yeah. Steven. Yeah, we can blame that on Stevie G. Um, I'm going to write that down because I kind of like getting that down. Anytime I want to blame it on Stevie, uh, we can. Um, But, yeah, so uh, interesting, interesting. And uh, later this week, um, I'm I'm doing a little uh, club profile, and Newcastle is going to be one of them. Um, We got to have that conversation because uh, that's a head scratcher right there. Nil in the recent form that, that they've been in as well. Uh, they were on four straight, so it's not like they were playing playing bad. Um, so tough loss for them. Yeah, that was a rough one, but you know they have an easy one this weekend against Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully for both of us. Actually, I, do you? So what do you want more? Let me put you on the spot right now. Do you want more of uh, the mercy or the misery for Tottenham, or do you want more to see Newcastle get dropped off a little bit in the top four race? I just I, I don't even think about it because Tottenham is just not going anywhere and getting results. It's it's not yeah. happening. They suck. They're trash. Yeah, they're going down. Yeah, they're, and they're playing <laughs> the toughest part of their schedule. They played they played Southampton, Burnmouth. And what was the other team they dropped points to and, and, and drew with? One other team, but three three bottom bottom of the barrel teams, and they got two points yeah. out of nine. They're not going to St. Yeah. James and getting more than a point. It's a fact. Yeah. Okay? Um, but, yeah, I, I really don't give a shit. I'm focused on my team, and I'm looking at results of one other team. That's it. So let's go over these other results because, uh, um, honestly, I, I didn't get a chance to pay attention to most of these games. But – you want an apology to somebody? Do you want to deliver that apology? <laughs> yeah, you want to get it out now? I do. Southampton zero. Yeah, yeah. No, the the dinosaur, the 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 living, breathing, ancient 
tombstone uh uh just neanderthal of a human being named gory hodgson uh i sincerely from the bottom of my heart uh, apologize for the strength of the new manager bounce because i refuse to believe this motherfucker here had any sort of tactical progress to any chances there's they're free they're let go of the chains that were before which i don't even know if they were because i actually rated viera it's it's really tough to say i do too however he was not playing eze for some reason that's questionable viera and he's always been a baller i mean look at the results when they got the draw early in the season against crystal palace up against liverpool Eze sure. was the key factor. All there, I don't mm-hmm. know what happened. Maybe there was a fallout. Maybe something will come out in the summer. But it was very weird, and you have to put that on Vieira because that dude's a talent. And why was he being not being played? Um, so, come on, give Roy, give Roy some flowers. No, you're right. I have to apologize. He he. Look, three straight. I said it before, and it's no bullshit. Win one, cool. Win two, you're on to something. You get three in a row, you are doing the deed. You are doing work, and it it's it deserves it deserves nice clap up, Roar. Nice golf nice clap. clap up, Roar. You're doing your thing, you old fuck. You're doing nice your thing. Clap. Um. Yeah. So other results: Fulham get a three-one win over Everton. Uh, Palace, like we just said, 2-0 over Southampton. Wolves, 2-0 over Brentford. Surprising, surprising result. Um, that's one that definitely fucked us over. We probably yes. lost points on that one because there was no way we were picking Wolves in that one. But, hey, good win. They're on our schedule, so I'm, I'm looking out for Wolves. Hopefully hopefully they're not picking mm-hmm. up steam. I doubt it, but mm-hmm. one I'm paying attention to. Um Man United get a 2-0 win against Forest. Forest is really, really sliding. They're in that relegation zone now, or at least around yeah. it. So they got to be careful. And then Liverpool, I didn't see any of this game. I was moving that day, but 6-1 against Leeds. Hat trick from yeah. Jota. Um, I think we got a brace from Salah, Gakpo, Nunes. All, yeah. A lot of goals to go around in this one. Right? Did Jota get a hat trick? No, he got a brace. Brace from Jota, brace from Salah, goal from Noodles, goal from Gakpo. You know, you you we we got the we got the pool game right, so obviously we were we were getting that one. Both of us went a little went a little spicy and tried to get uh, Nottingham Forest to get a dub. Um, that both failed us. Um, mm-hmm. The the goal scores Matoma, Kane, and Jesus. Uh, you got Jesus, um, Jolington. Uh, Tony and Saka. I try to be cute with Joelinton. Never again. Not doing it. I mean, yeah, that was what, what the fuck cute. was that? A little too cute. He had a nice one, and they kind of erupted. I think I think a week or two ago. So I'm gonna back off on on Newcastle. Maybe well, Joelinton at least. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah ho- horrible week from from at least those games that we've talked about. Yeah, um, we'll go to Man City now. Three one win over Leicester. No new manager bounce there. Um, I looked up at the score because I, I, oh, I was with my parents Saturday. They, they were visited for lunch. I looked up at the score at about 15 minutes. It was ready 2 nothing. So I said, eh, I don't need to waste my time with this. I can enjoy my lunch with my parents. And then no. um, 3-1 was the result. Anything to say about this one? What happened here? Took the foot off the gas, got ready for Bayern midweek. 
Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm trying to think. I didn't take proper notes for this one. More nervous about just making sure we keep the pace. You know, tight there, if I can remember correctly, um, just kind of with a little bit of the structure, we keep going to to the double pivot. We keep riding high with, with, with this this movement. Um, you know, our, our play right now, it's it's been it's been proper. Um, let me look quickly just to kind of make sure nothing stuck out or in regards to just the stats. Um, I think I think we were actually beaten on on expected goal. Uh, yeah, we had yeah, 71. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I think so, you were, uh, from what I remember, I'll try to pull a, it up. Keep little... talking. I'll pull it up for you. Yeah, this 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 is what I wanted to make sure I got in there. You know, at the was there a few at, the, at halftime. At halftime, we pull a con. We we put in a Conje, take off John Stones. We take off Holland, and we put in uh, Hooli. Uh, Holland is doing his thing again. At just astronomical, um, his his goal goal rate right now uh, through the roof. We've never seen it before. Sergio Gomez comes on on the seventy fourth. Fucking hell, the name that plagues me. We put him on for Jack. Um, they end up scoring. Let me see when they score in the 75th and we subbed on Sergio Gomez in the 74th. Um, you you tell me what happened there. Uh, 62nd minute, we subbed in Cole Palmer um, and 53rd minute, we did sub in Calvin Phillips as well. So we had subs in before Sergio Gomez comes in. It's not like we defensively were given much more. Uh, Sergio Gomez comes in in the 74th minute and, and there's the goal. Iniacho scores, does not celebrate. Um, proper, proper lad he is like that. Former citizen. Uh, we move. We take those. Um, yeah, but a little alarming. A little alarming, but mm. that champions persevered. We, we did it. I'm happy that first half was what it was because, God, man, you can't breathe right now. You can't breathe. And Sergio Gomez, that's going to be scary, specifically if Nathan Ake is hurt. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean – when you go down like that after holding your hamstring, it's most likely a pull. So you know he's yeah. out at least two weeks minimum, at least. Yeah. Hamstrings could be very, very tricky, could be four. So, yeah, it's a tough loss for sure, for sure. Um, all right, we can wrap that one up and talk about the 2-2 draw between Arsenal and West Ham. Um I was surprised by this. We go up 2 nothing within 10 minutes. Nice goal from Jay Zeus on the assist from Ben White. Well, I, and then I want to get a disclaimer out there. I want to get a disclaimer out there before you get going. This is a safe space. We are comfortable here. Good. We you can get it days out. Before this. The move was therapeutic. It had to have been. It had to have been. You've, I was just about to say, you've had to have time to assess. You've had a time to understand what that was. Um, this is, there's pros and cons of week to week now where it's just week to week. There's no middle, anything for you all. Other people are looking at other games, not really remembering what's going on. There's a comment here about between, uh, your club and another top six club. I need to get on, on record about this. So please, yes, I know I got it. I got quotes. So I got to hear your stance on that, but let it all out. Tell me where you stand on what happened this past weekend for your club. Yeah, we took our foot off the gas. 2-0, nice goal from Odegaard on the second one. Um, we took our foot off the gas. We had we were still dominating possession for like 20 minutes after that, but we were doing nothing. We weren't creating, and you could see the complacency. 
And I was like, okay, we should be up 3-0 by now, but we haven't even created a chance. And then there was a there was a penalty given up um, by Gabriel. For, for me, that wasn't a penalty. Um, Paqueta jumps into Gabriel. I hate that. I guess it's a penalty by today's standards, but it's a it's a dive. I'm sorry. He jumped. Gabriel stopped his slide, and Paqueta sl- jumped into him and hit him with his feet. Okay. All right. It's 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 a penalty by today's standards, but I hate those penalties. I really do. Um, and we got a penalty in the second half that Saka completely scuffed that was probably 50-50 as well. And if I'm a West Ham fan, I'm probably saying the same thing I'm saying. Um, handball was kind of like, eh, kind of iffy. I don't really think it was a penalty. But we got it and we missed it. They got their penalty and they made it. Um, Saka with a terrible penalty. And... We turned it off after 10 minutes and we couldn't fucking turn it back on. And there's there's some things that are getting concerning. Um, Saka is really out of form right now. And not only that, but he should have been taken off for Trissard. Gabriel Martinelli was at least doing stuff. But Arteta does never never takes off Saka. Never. Um, it's really fucking annoying. He should have been benched, period. I saw something. People were saying, oh, they don't want to rattle his... Um, confidence after the missed penalty it's a fucking man's game guys we can't be worrying about Saka's feelings um so that that was a bad sub and then we just couldn't turn it back on we didn't do anything the second goal uh I thought Ramsdale should have saved it but it was a good volley from um what's that idiot's name what's the what's the winger's name on West Ham I can't fucking think of his name uh Sir Jared Bowen Bowen, yeah, Jared Bowen. Uh, it was a good volley from him. I think Ramsdale should have saved it, but you know, there, there, there's there's things happening with Arsenal that is really fucking annoying me. Um, right before a penalty, right before their penalty, um, Thomas Partey does a little kick up over Rice's head. Rice was really good, by the way. It got me more excited um, for him to come to Arsenal next year. Um, Partey does a little kick up, trying to kick it up over Rice's head in, in our own box. I thought that was that showed me like the Arsenal arrogance, like they're feeling themselves a little too much. Um, and West Ham humbled them. Um, they turned it off and couldn't turn it back on. They need to learn how to finish off games like this. It happened in Liverpool and it happened now. And we dropped four points because of it. And that could be four important points. Um, yeah. And then also another thing is, we give up the penalty, they score, and then in the second half, we miss the penalty, and they score right away off that. So when things things go wrong for Arsenal, we can't really pick ourselves up immediately. They go wrong in clusters. This always happens. It happened against City. So that's a mentality thing that is worrying, but at the same time, we just need experience, I think. I mean, this is still a young team, and we have to be real about that. You can't buy experience. You can't teach it. Arteta can tell these guys all they want. But at the end of this, whether we win the title or we don't, we're gaining title winning or title fight experience that's going to be very useful next year for when we level up again. I'm just – I'm not discussing the bottling anymore. We've, won, we've picked up – we've gotten 23 points out of 27. 
if that's a bottle job, then okay, whatever. I mean, really, that, it's no. 23 points out of 27. There was a bottling yeah. in this game. We shouldn't have lost that game to shit West Ham team. That game, we fucked up and we blew it. But okay, we've okay. gotten 23 points out of 27. So I'm not really here for the bottling conversation. If we lose to Southampton, no, me, it's a bottle job, 100%. Let me paint it. Let me paint it so that we, well, I know where we are. And when we report this, record this, I, want, I'm, I have it so that we can have the best stuff clips so that I know. And, and I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with last week's because last week's is really difficult. It's Anfield. I get it. This is West Ham. So to paint the picture clear, the argument is coming. You bottled the game, 100%. The, the, the bottling of the game versus West Ham versus the bottling of the potential league with the last two games' results. Knowing going into it, when we go, when we had the little break, this is what's left of the season. This is what we know what's coming up. Everyone, butt cheeks clenched. Brace yourself. So, everyone kind of hinted towards potential point deduction, um, you know, dropping of points. You know, we, we, who was going to do it? Every, I think every sensible person was like, I think both sides are going to drop points. It's just a matter of who it is and what. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, where are you as an Arsenal fan on between the bottling of these last two games versus the bottling of the league? And obviously, you know, if you even think it's it's a bottling at all. I mean, we bottled the game. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. You can't you ha- you have to go for the kill up two zero against West Ham. Period. Period. There's no excuses for that. And there was a lot of things we saw. I think we're still conceding a lot of chances too. And I, when I see that, I don't like our chances against like you guys next week, next Wednesday, which is the game. I didn't realize it was this quick. Time's going fast, but yeah, next Wednesday, which is the game. And um, yeah. So I mean, when you're looking at the the fixtures, you're not thinking we're going to drop points to West Ham, but here we are. We did, um, but we still have a chance to do this. And, you know, I think Gary Neville actually said a good thing. He said the season's going to come down to Arsenal versus Man City. And if you were to say that at the beginning of the year, you take that every time. That's what you, this is what you play for, for those big games. And you just don't know. Wild things can happen. Maybe next week's the week where Arsenal puts it together and puts to bed the absolute dominance City has had against us, puts to bed the bottling narrative. You know, there's always those moments for teams. We could still do it. I still think we could do it. Uh, if I'm a betting man, I'm not. I'm not betting for Arsenal, hundred percent. But hey, we're the underdog. Period. We're the underdog. We're going against a team. You know, I've I've heard Liverpool fans explain it that going being in a race with City is 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 suffocating. They're they're always on you, and they don't fucking let go. They will chase you down. And you know, I think they're probably starting to feel the pressure. Arsenal, definitely. Like I said. You could tell people how tough it's going to be, but you have to go through it. They're going through it. So if we lose the if we lose the league by a couple points, we'll have the conversation. But we still have an opportunity. We have to beat West Ham this weekend, and then we go into the City game seven points up. City won't be worried about that. We know that. But we have an opportunity to put this thing to bed next week. You go up ten points, even if they have two games in hand, that's big. That's big. And, you know, City can drop points. Guy, Somebody got injured. Things can change very fast. 
all it takes is two games for that for that city lineup to be completely different. You just don't know what's going to happen. So it's still in our hands. We'll have that conversation when we get there. Um, obviously, that was a terrible loss. There's no fucking hiding from that. We can't hide from that. And we have to pick ourselves up and go go against Southampton. Um, we do, period. And for all the idiots racially abusing Saka for missing a penalty, Howland missed a penalty today. I mean, this is part of the game, guys. Fucking relax. We didn't lose the game because Saka missed the penalty. Maybe we did, yeah. but there was a lot more problems in that game that could be corrected. Stop, uh, enough with the fucking racial abuse, and people need to do better in finding these people and, and not letting them come to stadiums, taking them off Twitter. I mean, you're paying for blue check marks now. How about we get something where people are blocked unanimously, IP address blocked, find these people. Huh. Fucking, uh, we know, we already know, as, as, and this is, this is nothing about football, but we know suicide is out of control. And racial, yeah. racial abuse, online abuse plays a big factor in people's mental health. So we need to do better. Right. And if you're a football fan and you're harassing Saka and racially abusing him, you're a piece of shit, and you don't deserve to watch, have the privilege of watching a great player like Saka, a great player yeah. like, like um, who who else was just recently, recently uh, like Vinicius Junior, who's always getting ra- racially abused. You don't have the privilege yeah, of watching out. a on. shit player like Lukaku who got racially abused. But mm-hmm. it doesn't fucking matter. You shouldn't be doing that whether they're good or bad. It's just ridiculous. But like I said, this is in our hands now. It is. It's 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 always been in our hands. And we have to we have to try to get behind the team and pick them up because they're feeling the pressure and you can't get mad at them for that. It, this is a lot of pressure. And the, the most of this team is it's the second youngest team in the league by a, a hair. So yeah, let's go. Let's go. And if we do lose the league, I'm not I'm not I'm not mad. I'm saying let's go again. Let's fucking go again. Let's do it. Sure. We just went toe-to-toe with City. We did. Whether we lost two games against them or we lost the league by three points, we still gave them a run for their money. They ha- no. City has to be perfect because of us. Well, what I find interesting is fr- from a City perspective, uh, and I want to talk the logical City fan, not not the irrational in one way or the other, Um I think you opened it up for us to be able to grab it now too. This draw now means that if, if we handle business at the Etihad, like we know we can, that's essentially with the game in hands. We we feel like now, now at this point, there's a chance for us to win it. Like I truly believe now, solely because the first the Liverpool, I was just like nah. I and I get it. I get it. Anfield. I'm not sipping that Kool Aid, but the but the West Ham for me was like that. That dropping of points is that opens it because there's situationally we're going to have two games in hand, and with how we've been playing, Brighton away. That's a tough one. They're not going to be scared of you guys. No, 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 absolutely. And like I think like we all know, and specifically you when it comes to MMA and fighting and all that shit, it's wonderful to know that no one's scared because you don't got to be scared to get your ass whooped. Brighton have been playing great. I, I worry about that. 
But I also worry about what they'll be potentially fighting for at that time, the good run of games. Um, you look at the game in hand with where they're battling and where they're at. So you're absolutely right. There's going to be a chance that they're going to be playing for something too. Um, so that that's going to be the very, very interesting. Um, that I think would be a, a potential motivator for them. Um, but it's it's if there can be clear dominance for 90 minutes against Southampton, which I think we're both obviously going to predict it will be, uh, it'll be very interesting to kind of see um, that's that for me is the last view of your team before you go into that arsenal or before you go uh, at the Etihad, right? Yes, see for us, Chef. Yeah. So that this upcoming game, I think is going to give Arsenal fans just a little bit more confidence about moving forward. Um, I, I, I don't, it's not that I'm bored of the bottling conversation. So here's what I think about the bottling conversation. It's, to bottle is to have it in your hands and lose it. And that's two steps. Losing it, well, having it in your hands and then losing it. You definitely have it in your hands, but you haven't lost it. I believe you've now opened it up to lose it, but you haven't lost it yet. So that's where I think the, the it's, it's, it's signs, signs of bottling. I will say this on the counter. You you beat us at the Etihad. You win at City. You get three points. You win three to two. It's still not over. I mean, you put yourself in a good position, but Newcastle That's at home is tough. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I just know that Chelsea's going to show up at, at the Emirates as bad as they are. They, yeah. they will show up. Like, it's going to happen. They're going to love to play spoiler at that point. Um, and we know they have talent as awful as they are. And then we also have to play Brighton as well. I mean, that's that's not an easy game. Brighton is not scared of us either. They're not scared of going yeah. to the Emirates. Um, and they, they're good. So it's not over if we beat you at all. Definitely not. I mean, you could say that is a big title boost and you should take it from that point, but they still have to stay on point. And we have a lot of players that just get injured a lot. You know, and that can yeah. play a factor. Just like I said for you, it can change in a couple of weeks with injuries. It's the same for us. So still a long mm-hmm. way to go. Um, I'm just tired of the whole bottling conversation. Tottenham bottled it against Bournemouth. That's a bottling. So enough yeah. with the, the Tottenham fans ch- chiming in about it. Um, that's a fucking bottling. I mean, that's a true fucking yeah. bottling. But we'll, we'll see. I mean... This is the facts. Man City's won the league four out of five years. They added a 40-goal scorer, and they added a second striker that has just won the World Cup. So let's, 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 let's look at this and say we are going against a giant that has done this before, that does it with their eyes closed, and we have to be perfect. And it's a lot to ask for 21, 22-year-old kids Hey, go be perfect for the last games of the season to win the title. That's a lot. Now, we shouldn't have lost to West Ham, but like I said, it's still 23 out of 27 points, and we have a chance to make it 29 out of 33 points if we win our next two games, and that second game is even bigger because we're able to do something at the Etihad. Even if we get a draw, That's I, I still would take that. I would. I want the win. That puts us in a better position, but the draw also works for us. We'd have to win out all our games if you don't drop any points, but you still would take that as well. 
So, um, yeah. Anything yeah. else? No. You cut out that. What you said? Anything else on that game? Sorry. No, no, nothing I can think of. Um, you know, Jared Bowen, I the, that weird shot. Um, I definitely, definitely uh, weird, weird. It's funny how things work. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm very interested how things play out with the rest of the league because, you know, upwards of two games in hand, should it be a draw draw that ends with us tying and you went out that ends with us, I think potentially tying, yeah. um, to which the goal differential is going to be huge. Um, so it's that's when we're really looking at fixtures and kind of figuring it all out. The yeah. Champions League semifinals, um, the dates have been released. So um, we know those dates definitive. Um, that, that next week, we're probably going to have to pot on Monday because next week games go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, yeah. It's it's pretty wild the breakdown of games next week. Um, I think I have food tasting Monday, but I'll get back to you on that. But anyway. What's interesting to me as well is that Brighton game for you has not been rescheduled. So that that game might be even tougher because it might get thrown into a weird spot for you with the Champions mm-hmm. League games and the FA Cup final possibly. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that's a that's a big key because, yeah, um, when one of the Champions League games is it the week of May May eighth? Is that when they start? One of the Champions League games again? Are you looking them up? Oh, the, like the actual... Yeah, yeah I'm looking it up are. now. So Man City versus... I don't fucking see it. Hold on. Dates confirmed right here. All right, so... May 9th. Um, the first leg will be... Yeah, May 9th. Tuesday, May 9th. So yep. So that's when they fall. So that that brain reschedule is going to be interesting because that might get throw into a little fixture pile up for you, um, where you have a shitload of games, then you got to go to Brighton away. So that'll be an interesting yeah. one. Um, well, I, I'm looking at the schedule right now. What did it say? May ninth, and then Wednesday the seventeenth. We play Leeds on on the seventh of May, so that game's gonna have to be rescheduled. Yep, yeah, I saw that as well. That'll probably yeah. get pushed to like Saturday, though. Yeah, I would think so because well, there, there's nowhere else to put it, especially because you got that Brighton game. Where the fuck are they gonna put it? The ninth is probably a Saturday. No, the ninth is a Tuesday. The ninth is a Tuesday. The seventh is a Sunday. So yeah. you guys will probably get moved to Saturday. The sixth. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look at the schedule right now. And then you have ninth, sixteenth. I, I don't know. They're probably going to have to put that game uh, the week of the last week of the season. Yeah. And that's between Chelsea and Brentford. That's 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 tough. Cause you I know, love it. Because you know, even if Brentford doesn't have anything to play for, they're still going to show up. That's just oh, that's just the team they are. Thomas Frank has them well drilled. Um, yeah. And, yeah, that's probably where it's going to go. So that's that's interesting. Very, very interesting. 
and it's going to be interesting because oh, there might be like oh, Arsenal's uh, Arsenal's one point up. City has a chance to go two points up. Let's watch this midweek game against Brighton. <laughs> That's a reschedule right before the last game of the season. So Indeed. it's going to be very very interesting this race. But yeah, let's uh, let's quickly because I got to go in like ten minutes. Let's, yeah, let's, let's do, do the uh, the weekend. I'll start with my team. Arsenal mm-hmm. versus Southampton. I'm expecting a response. It's back at the Emirates. It feels like we haven't been back there for a while. So I'm expecting the crowd to be pumped up for this one. Southampton, bottom of the league. I expect nothing but a, a, a 4-0 in this one. I need, okay. want, need a clean sheet going into City. That's the okay. most important thing. And I think the goals will come, of course. And I'm going to take my guy, Saka. Uh, he's okay. going to respond. I think he's going to get at least two goals. We're going to get a response from him as well. Um, nice. so I'll take Saka in the goal scoring, and I'll take 4-0 Arsenal. I'm going to go 4-1. to one. I think Southampton gets something out of this. Uh, but, yes, I definitely see a bounce back for Arsenal. They've. It's not like they have been playing bad and they haven't been able to score. So you're definitely going to get goals up, um, especially in Southampton. Uh, Friday game, so I'm going to try to get my eyes on it or probably at least just probably uh, keep up with the score on the app. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go four to one. I'm also going to take a goal scorer. I'm going Martinelli. I'm happy about that. Um, that Friday game. I really am just get it over with, hopefully get a good result and then sit back the rest of the week and watch the rest of the chaos. Um, mm-hmm. but no, no city game FA cup. You can pick a goal scorer from there and we're going to do those FA cup games as well, since they are premier okay. league. Um, next game, Fulham leads. Uh, Leeds, why did you sack Zach, uh, Jesse Marsh? Uncle Jesse, have no fucking idea. It's backfiring. Yep. You guys are giving up goals, leaking goals left and right. Uh, yep. Fulham, Fulham win this game. Two, I'm going to take three, actually. Three to one. Three to one, Fulham. I'm going to back you there. I think Leeds are going to score a little bit, too. I'm going to go three to two, Fulham. All right, Brentford, Aston Villa, interesting game. Brentford is starting to slip further and further down the table. Aston Villa, red hot. I think this is a very, very interesting game. Um, Brentford need this game. They're on 31 Mm -hmm. games. Villa on 31 games. They're seven points behind. Um, They're slipping out of these European places, really looking less and less likely they'll even get Conference League or anything. Uh, I'm going to back Villa. I just think they're playing good. I watched that game against Newcastle, and I saw a good team, a really good team. Yeah. Um, and I think Brentford are slipping a little bit. So I will go Aston Villa 2, Brentford 1. And I'm going to take Ollie. He's he's on fire. He is on fire. That's a safe bet. Um, I, I, I see this definitely being a great game for sure. Um, this is going to be attacking. Going to be attacking. Um, really been impressed with Villa. I definitely do definitely do think Unai is doing work over there. But I have Brentford holding it off. I'm going 2-2 two to two draw, um, and I'm not going to take a goal score in this game. I think that's a good shot. I can see that happening for sure. Um, Roy Hodgson FC against Everton at home uh, for Roy Hodgson FC. The good times, they keep rolling. Um, this could be an ugly game. It really could. Everton's going to make it ugly. I think the goals won't – they won't get as many goals, Palace. I see this yeah. one being a 1-1 draw. Okay. That That's 
So it falls into the favor of Everton if it goes one one draw. Um, yeah. Just because I think that's the style that he may want for sure. with, with the 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 prehistoric <clears throat> man himself allowing for his his youngins to to run free. Um, I, I'm gonna say that Crystal Palace do it and keep it rolling. Uh, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not picking him because the moment I pick him, that's when he actually comes down to reality. You know. uh, I, I'm gonna go two to one Everton. Two to one Everton. All right, that would be a big three points, huge three points in the relegation yeah. scrap, which they are in seventeenth now. So they really need that those three points. Um, picked up two losses in a row. So yeah, yeah I think I think I think um, that'll be a tough one um, for Palace. I think Everton's going to make it ugly. They need that point. Uh, Leicester against Wolves. Wolves good result last week against Brentford. Leicester. New manager bounce this weekend at home. Maybe it maybe it was delayed. Usually the new manager bounce at home. A little more, a little more XG yeah. on that. Um, yeah, a, little more, a little more potent. A little more, a little, a little, little more, a little more pop. Um, and yeah, I, th- I, I think uh, you know Wolves scored two goals last year. That that took a lot out of them last week. They scored two goals. That's that's like scoring a, a, a three hat tricks for Wolves. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's it's going to be a two zero Leicester win. Yeah, that's a good shout. I see Leicester winning this game. I do see, or uh, yes, I do see Leicester winning this game. Um, I, I I do see Wolves scoring though, so I'm actually gonna go three to one, Leicester. Liverpool, Liverpool against Nottingham Forest at Anfield. I think there will be a lot of goals in this one. Um, I can see like a three, three or four goal game from Liverpool here. Um, they owe Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest beat them earlier in the year, and they're fighting for Conference League. Big old Liverpool trying to get that Conference League spot. So, uh, yeah, I'll take a, I'll take a three-one here. Um, I think they'll give up a goal, but it'll be a comfortable, comfortable win. Uh, Liverpool win three-one, and I'm going to take Yota. I think he scored. He finally broke his droughtless. Uh, goal scoring streak that he had it was a pretty bad one um he did have yeah. injury there but it was still pretty long i think he broke it i think he'll get another goal so i'm gonna take him as my third and final goal scorer uh i'm gonna go four to two liverpool and i'm gonna go with the egyptian fraud himself salah uh to score egyptian fraud uh, Sunday games, Burnmouth against West Ham. Uh, Burnmouth playing good. West Ham getting a draw last week. I have a feeling this one might be another draw. I really do. I think this is going to be yep. another draw, and it's going to be another 2-2 for West Ham. And that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> I feel you. I don't have too much I'm to gonna, say. <laughs> I'm going to go 2-1 to one West Ham. I think they got a little bit of momentum. And I think Moyes knows how to run with that a little bit. I'm praying this guy doesn't absolutely rinse me again. Uh, two to one, West Ham. One thing I'm noticing is Chelsea doesn't have a game this weekend. Did they forfeit? Did they just say, oh, we're going home? It got postponed yeah, for no, some reason. No, probably because they were playing is. an FA Cup team. But I, I'm going to yeah. just say that they forfeited this season. We're going to go with that narrative. They, they, <laughs> Todd Bowley packed <laughs> up his bags and said, we're forfeiting. We're done. Uh, we're going to stick with 39 points and we're going to cross our fingers that nobody else passes that and we don't get relegated. 
Um, we'll see you uh, June 30th. Yep, exactly. We'll see. Uh, I'm just going to wait for the transfer window because I have another 600 million to spend. Yeah, and I have an uber amount of players. I got to get off this roster. Yep, but Newcastle Spurs, 9 a.m. game. Like I said before, I don't see Spurs going to St. James and getting win. I don't see him getting anything. I think it's going to be a two to one Newcastle. This just in the Premier League, I think this might be the game of the week. Um, I think there's some oh, good bro, games here. Crystal Palace is the game of the week. Roy's on fire, dude. He is. He is. <laughs> Maybe he shuts me up. I did predict what. Uh, what did that dinosaur have? I, mean, I go two to one. Yeah, so three game, three goals in that game. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm gonna go. Newcastle with the bounce back. I'm gonna go three to two, uh, Newcastle. Three to two. Um, do you have one goal scorer left? Yeah, I'm saving it for the FA Cup. Oh, FA do Cup. I? You know what? Let's do. Let me do three in the prem. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with. Hmm. I'm gonna go with Harry Kane. That feels inevitable. He didn't score last weekend, so he'll definitely score this weekend. Um. All right, Better. Brighton versus Man United. Brighton, Wembley, Man United, right? These games are at Wembley? No? Or at the Yeah. Yeah, they should be. Yeah, yeah, they are. Saturday and Sunday. Um, so you yeah, guys play Saturday. Your bitch ass. But we'll talk about that one last. Brighton, Man United, I'm, I'm taking Brighton. Man United, lots of injuries coming in here. Brighton, balling, um, <clears throat> playing really good football. Um, this game doesn't fall in a weird spot for Brighton where they have fixture overload. They can really focus on this one, go into this game, and Deserby, I think he's going to do it. I think this is going to be a um, a win for Brighton in an FA Cup final in a year where they might get some European football as well. What a season for Brighton. I think it continues, and um, I think they will win this. United will score, but I think it'll finish. I'm going with a big score. No, no, Lissandro, probably no Varane. I'm going 3 1 Brighton. I have to say, from, from, a, from a treble perspective, now that we're in the semifinals, we're in the semifinals of the Champions League, we're in the semifinals of the FA Cup, and we're, we're second, uh, chomping at the bits behind Arsenal. So it's a logistic, I can have a rational conversation about a treble now that I've passed Byron. To have the conversation now means that I have to root, always root against United, but specifically root against United here because I, even though I'm a City fan and even though I think we're miles better, I, I'm quite fearful of United. And, and, and it's a, a rival game. Anything can happen. It's a rival game. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's it's going to be to amp up everything and to imagine if we get it done with that and somehow win the Prem. I mean that this would be one of the most goaded seasons of all time, and I would be absolutely, I'd be done, I'd be done as a, as a, as a, as a city fan. I, that would just be, I'd be singing praises for years. Um, yeah, I, I I'm gonna, I'm sipping, I'm sipping what you're, what you're putting down right now. Uh, I'm going Brighton. It's gonna be a goal scoring uh, fest though. I'm gonna go four to two. I think United actually probably score a little early on. I got Brighton, man. If they can just finish their chances, they're set. And I think they really want it. I really, really do. Also, I'm hoping that this is the case because should they get to this point, actually, do I want to talk myself into a Brighton loss? Because that would mean now I have to see them twice at the end of the year. And I don't like that Chelsea situation last year when we had to see them a little bit towards the end because of cup draws. Um, no, I'm going to go 4-2 to two Brighton. Um 
Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We will see. And then um, you guys are playing Sheffield United. Um, you would obviously take City in this big time. Um, but you just never know. FA Cup tends to have that magic sometimes. Teams in the championship. I know. I think I'm pretty sure Sheffield's doing good in the championship. I think they're going to get amazing. Promoted. Lone watch. James McAtee killing it. I think they're going to get promoted, it. right? They should. Yes. Let me just double check that. But yeah, anything can happen in these games, man. I have a strange feeling it's going to be a lot more competitive than people are expecting. I think people are For just sure. expecting City roll them over, play play all the reserves. Pep, it's going to be an easy one. It's a championship side. This is this is everything for these championship sides. That's why mm-hmm. they, that's why I love the FA Cup. You know, you have these crazy results sometimes. Um, we played Hull in a, in a Champions League final once, and they went up two zero on us. Um, <clears throat> and it looked like we were going to fuck that up. We had a great comeback, but there's always magic in these games. And I, like I said, I, I think people are just you know, and it's it's sandwiched between Arsenal and Bayern. So. You know, yeah. it, it's it's natural to get a little complacent if you're City. You know, I know Pep always has you prepared, but you're thinking, all right, we got Bayern, then we got Arsenal next midweek. We got Sheffield in the weekend. All right, all right, eh, Sheffield. I think this could be competitive. I'm still taking City, but I think it's going to be a two-to-one. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I really do. Like I said, um, Sheffield's in second place in the championship. They're obviously a good team. The championship is a very, very underrated league. There's a lot of good football in that league. I would watch the championship any week over uh, the Bundesliga or some bullshit like that. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think it's going to be more competitive than people are thinking. And I just think, you know, Sheffield's going to come to play. This is everything for them. You know, pull off the upset. That gives that gives those teams a little bit of boost. And I think City might be – they'll be ready for this, but it's not as big as it is for Sheffield. Um because City's going for Champions League and Premier League. So, yeah, and it it's sandwiched right between that. Title matchup between Arsenal, Bayern, Champions League matchup. I'm going for a close one, but City will prevail. Ederson and Ake. Ake and playing. Walker and Akanje. <laughs> Ruben Diaz, Johnny Stones. It's a banger. Treble is knocking. We're gonna win three to two. It's gonna be tight. No, oh, so you got a close gonna, one too. We're gonna right, keep I it thought, pushing. I thought, thinking, I thought you thought I was capping. No, we're gonna we're gonna keep it pushing. We're gonna keep it pushing, but it's gonna be close. It's like a lot closer than people think. City are gonna probably start Alvarez. City are probably gonna start um, maybe a Foden. Please let me get that. A uh, Rotary. Can I get a Rotary uh, rest? Can Rotary rest for the for his livelihood, please? That man is just working right now. Um, but yeah, Ruben Diaz, I think he needs a little bit of a break. I saw some openings today that I wasn't too pleasant about. Um, but yeah, I, I we we prevail three to two. And if we don't, I'm okay with it. I'll be a little bit pissed. Not good that we got a little bit of of of, of a humbling. We need to be recharged again. We need a push. Um, Premier League, charge us, please. We need something, something to fire us up. So, yeah, but I got a 3-2 win. Um, Sheffield, I think we're just a little too much quality for them. Yeah, but I think it's going to be a good game. I uh, definitely want to pay attention to, and that will happen. But, um, yeah, let's let's end this one with a uh, little Knicks talk. Great game hey. one win. Jalen Brunson, Ham, uh, 
Josh Hart was amazing. Really enjoyed that. And then we got slapped and humbled in game two. Um, yeah. But I'm not, I'm not taking too much out of that. I think game three, we have a great chance. Full steam ahead. The garden is going to be fucking rocking. And um, I think we'll take game three. I do. I think we'll take game three. And then game four, uh, it would be more of a toss-up. But we take game three, and we're in a very, very good position to win this uh, series. I think if we lose game three, then we're talking, fuck, we really have a mountain to climb. I don't think we'll do it. We have got to shoot better from the three. Seven of 29 in the second game Um, is just an absolute, absolute issue. Um, Turnovers high, but still. They had 17 turnovers as well, so not really a concern there. Uh, the Knicks, the, the Knicks need to take care. We did what we wanted to do from from a, a road standpoint, which is uh, split. We're going home now with the opportunity to show what New York lifestyle is, what the garden's like. The atmosphere is going to be rocking. We have to feed into that, but we need to be calm. Um, I'm not seeing proper leadership in some of these players and and some of these hostile moments. Um, Julius Randle continues. To where I've been open, I love him, I've embraced him, I'm thankful, he's shown me enough this year, he can be a really good, strong, strong, focal number two. I'm not sold on him being a number one or a number three, and he's not... um, The three, I even say the three... And I should probably I should have prefaced it with the attitude and everything. I think he's going to be the type of guy that gets so pissed off he just wants to leave because he's not getting the touches. Should he become a three? I mean, should we proceed in any way to patch up, pack up RJ picks and other uh, uh, roster players and keep Julius and we go out and make a trade? Let's just rebank time and say we got Donovan Mitchell, Jalen, Donovan, and Randall. I think Randall would eventually be upset about being a three to that. His frustrations, his anger, his temperament, how he plays, his style, it's just not conducive. This is our cat. This is our max. This is where this is our ceiling right here. And I don't I, I say that I, I want to be positive. I really think we can win a playoff series with him, but I gotta be honest, right here, having these types of battles, this is where I think we 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 top off. And for players like that, we've got to understand sometimes that good may be good, but it's not great. And if we're going to settle for good, when it comes to basketball and the chemistry, you can only play five at a time. The minutes are, 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 are drastically important. We need to get, in my humble opinion, to move forward with this. I'm still, I'm all in. We can win this playoff series, but I'm looking towards the summer. Randall and RJ, man, we need to have conversations about what the value is. RJ's been dreadful dreadful it's been defensively he brings it he he's a good body um you know he's not defensively it's been shaky it's an issue it is it has been lately but you know the main thing is he's a liability on the offensive end because no one's respecting that three and why should you ultimate absolutely uh, and from as a team, we haven't been sh- shooting well from, from from the from the three point line. So it's 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 not good. With that's going to be a huge uh, uh, points off second chance points, offensive rebounds um, or rebounds total, and three point percentage are going to be the ones that I look at in this upcoming game um, because that's going to be and also fouls. Yeah. Are we going to get a little bit of some home cooking? Um, because obviously we haven't got like any Cleveland, fucking cooking at all. Yeah, I feel like Cleveland, Cleveland got a, a a lot yeah. of home cooking. 
Um, yeah, they did. You know, uh, there's a former there's a former guy out there that on ESPN Cold Pizza or something like that that's originally from Cleveland, and he had an opportunity to kind of comment on what's been going on with the the, the, the Knicks, saying, you know, the NBA wants the Knicks to win. Um, from a market standpoint, because it's a top market and it brings in a lot of people and all that, and it's like, yes, you're you're probably you're probably alluding to a bigger picture um, uh, concept to where, yes, if you want to go conspiracy theory, sure, that makes a little bit of sense. They would want New York to win. Uh, unfortunately, uh, your team didn't play well enough in the first game to even really consider winning. Just like we didn't play well enough in that second quarter uh, in the in, in the second game to even think about us winning. So it's it's shameful that he would try to go down that path and, and play conspiracy theory after game one. Um, you knew a guy like that and all those small market guys, which uh, fuck off, man. I don't know what to tell you about the fact that you live in, in a place that nobody wants to go to. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you about this shit. Like, I think Joachim Noah took care of Cle- all you Cleveland fans a long time ago, but I'll just utter his words. Like, I'm sorry, you think Cleveland's cool? I've never heard anyone want to say they go to Cleveland on vacation. Like, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Don't play this small market shit. You get players. You've, you're coming. Uh, LeBron came back and won one and then left. I mean, he moved. I mean, he added commas to your value. So please don't even start with all that. Like, you were a chosen location for a nice little bit. You had your run. You couldn't sustain it after him. That's the difference between how other clubs do it. Sustainability after a great goes. We're not even lucky enough for all that talk about us. We're not even lucky enough to get a great to sign with us yet. Jalen Brunson is, is I don't want to disrespect him, man, but I don't know. He's a superstar. No doubt. He's a superstar, but he's a star. I wouldn't say superstar. Superstar is like the top 10 guys. I don't, I was literally about to say top tenner. Is he, is he a top tenner? No, I don't not know. Yet, not yet. He's, he's, he's got to have more games like he did the other day. Yeah, the superstar comes with the superstar money, like that super max and all that stuff. And I, I hate having that conversation as well because guys like, I don't know, Randall for me is a perfect example as to why you don't give a super max to a guy like that. So, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, we'll see, man. But I, I'm stoked. I'm really stoked. I think we can take it back at the Garden. I'm predicting a win Friday. Um, yes. I'm predicting a win for our Rangers tomorrow. We're also in the playoffs. Hockey, Let's playoff go. hockey is good. Great win yesterday, 5-1. And yeah, um, yeah, that's it. We'll get back next week. Uh, we'll figure out when we're going to do the podcast. I'm just, I'm, mm-hmm. I have a lot of shit going on right now. So um, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll a lot of time for this. And um, yeah, we, we, we have to a lot of time for it because we got a big one next week between our team yeah, two clubs. And then, yeah, it's, it's, it's the final push for the season. So this is what, this is what you play for. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hell, it's it's yeah. good. Good. Good pressure. Hell yeah. All right. That's episode 49 in the books. PPT podcast. We out. Peace.